Vivek Madani, the man, the myth, the legend. All right. Welcome, welcome, Vivek. It is Thank awesome you. to have you on Web3 Thought and Action podcast. Let me start by talking about the podcast, right? Let me give you a brief about what this podcast essentially is about. What we love here to do is bring in veterans like you who have who are deep on the ground making things happen in Web3. Right now, Web3 is still sort of a buzzword when it comes to India, when it comes to the mainstream audience. So there's a lot which is unknown, unseen. And the whole idea is to bring in veterans like you who can provide, maybe unveil the wheel and provide some behind the scenes in terms of, okay, what really happens in my day to day? What are we doing? What we are doing? And where is this all going? And I think more importantly, especially for Web3 students, enthusiasts, or, you know, even young professionals, what's in it for them? How can they actively get involved in the space, right? Uh, learning is one thing, but you learn more when you practice. So how can they learn more about this? What can they really do? So this podcast, I would love to essentially talk about three buckets. One, the exciting mm-hmm. work uh, that you're doing with Firedrops, with Flipkart, Center of Excellence, with Polygon. So what's the whole story about? Just supremely curious to learn about that. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. I know uh, we've been uh, rescheduling this uh, several times, but I'm glad we finally got the time. And uh, I'm certainly digging those uh, yellow frames. Oh. <laughs> it should, uh, yeah, it should be like definitely try out like more colors. I, uh, yeah, I, I think I lost my uh, pair of specs when I got the LASIK laser, but I never got to uh, try those out. Um, okay. Awesome. So I think, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm... Um, I don't know where to begin. I guess uh, like the journey probably like began when uh, you know I uh, probably like you know got got deep into the space. Um, so I went down this rabbit hole of seeing what is this thing, right? Like I know in 2021 uh, the NFT space really blew up. Uh, especially I guess like uh, I, I think there were like a few moments when everyone had to like stand up and take notice, right? One was the Beeple purchase for like uh, 69 million and i guess like the other was either like crypto punks or like bode pr club like when everyone realized okay these these things are trading for like a million dollars each and before you knew it like you know the i think the crypto uh, the the nft market cap was like you know in the tens of billions of dollars right so uh but right before i think the in the inflection point happened uh i i guess uh for me like my seminal moment was uh reading this piece by uh, Packy. Uh, so he writes this uh, nice blog called Not Boring, right? And uh, he wrote about uh, the idea of um, uh, that uh, NFTs essentially uh, are a way for us to signal status in the digital world, uh, right? Like you're, you're used to doing this with like cars and like Rolexes and whatnot. And uh, if if you're sort of like, you know, spending so much more time on the internet, which is very, very apparent, right? I'm sure like your screen time today, like if you like, you know, not just like your iPhone screen time, but like you look at the time that you're spending on your desktop, like far exceeds the amount of time that you're able to spend in the real world, right? So this is only going to increase. And uh, uh, there is enough for us to like believe that we care a lot more about our digital identity. Uh, right from like, you know, caring about like the blue tick now to, uh, you know, the profile picture that we had or like followers on Instagram and whatnot. So uh, if if that's the case, then, uh, you know, you are going to like 
own assets uh, in in the digital world because you would want to like you know show off and the idea that uh, you know there are few few people who uh, probably have like greater resources and would want to signal uh, would al also like you know uh, sort of like exist right so like because like NFTs uh, provide this new surface area for you to be able to do that because it's uh, uh, it's it's trustless it's verifiable it's you know uh, you you can do stuff like exclusivity because uh, the supply is sort of like capped off a certain kind of asset right and. Uh, even if someone sort of like, you know, ends up like with, with the whole PFP wave, even if someone ends up uh, just downloading the JPEG and uploading it as their profile picture, it's it's akin to, you know, someone wearing a fake Rolex. Like everyone else around them knows that, okay, this person doesn't own it, right? So I think all of that like really, really made sense to me. So I uh, went ahead and bought like uh, a bunch of these things, right? Most of them like ended up tanking. So I wasn't one of those flippers who... Uh, you know, was just looking to uh, make a quick buck. I was actually trying to like invest in like a, a few of these projects that I could, you know, like spend money and like it's okay if like nothing came out of it. Uh, but like the projects that I found really cool, right? So that's how I really got into the space. And then uh, once uh, I ended up joining this team at Flipkart, uh, so a couple of my friends, uh, Sai and Ajay, they ended up uh, selling their previous startup Scapic to uh, Flipkart. And uh, that began as a, a 3D and augmented reality venture. So making shopping uh, a lot more immersive. Uh, if you think about it, uh, the e-commerce uh, way of shopping hasn't really changed since Amazon started it, right? There's been a ton of innovation, no doubt about it, like making it a lot easier and faster for you, know, you to get the product, making it a lot more affordable with like no cost EMIs, Cash on delivery was a huge uh, unlock in India, right? Because it, it just brought like a, a bunch of Indians who could now like, uh, you know, think about shopping online because you didn't really need like a credit card. But um, at least the experience of engaging with the browsing experience hadn't changed much because it was a two-grid surface. And uh, if if you look at the arc of uh, media as well, it's it sort of moved from lower fidelity to higher fidelity, right? So from text to people exchanging images to then like, you know, videos, because then uh, stuff like, I mean, of course, like start with YouTube, but then like uh, TikTok is again, like one of those inflection points where video consumption really goes up. And uh, it, there's there's a lot of examples in China as well, where like um, video commerce is now like a huge, huge part of like how users shop, right? Like that's where the inspiration is coming from. So we were betting that, uh, 3D or uh, like a more richer, higher fidelity form of uh, media consumption makes it uh, far more likely for you to inspire towards a product purchase and trust the buying decision a lot more. So while we were building for 3D and augmented reality, we noticed this like underlying wave of, you know, of what's happening in the uh, blockchain world. And this is also when I guess uh, uh, Facebook uh, rebranded to Meta because they were also like doubling down on uh, their thesis for uh, spatial computing or uh, immersive computing. So I guess uh, it made sense for us to like now start th thinking about like how can Flipkart sort of foray uh, into this um, because we believe that you know there's a ton of use cases with uh, Web3 and with uh, Met Metaverse commerce uh, that 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 are yet to uh, you know uh, play out and uh, you you could do two things right like especially if you're in a big company you could wait for like someone else to do it and two years later once 
someone else has solved the hard problem stone uh, that okay there is um, you know value to be unlocked here then you could go after it or you could actually go try to solve the hard problem yourself so that's when uh, three of us decided to make a case uh, to our leadership team who also like right from the cto ceo are the, the vp of our division everyone was uh, very very excited by the space themselves and decided to sort of green light uh, the project so Last year, um, I guess we launched uh, the Firedrops platform in July or August of last year. And uh, with that, I think what we uh, were intending to do was make it really, really easy for users to be able to, uh, you know, claim a digital asset inside of the Flipkart app, right? So we weren't looking at doing an NFT drop outside of uh, the Flipkart uh, app because we could have done that just for the headlines. We were, we were very sure that this is something that we want to do uh, inside of the Flipkart app, make it very easy for those hundreds of millions of users that are already shopping on Flipkart to now own digital goods, right? And unlock like value against those digital items. And uh, luckily we partnered with a brand called Nothing, which was also coincidentally launching their phone one at that point in time. Um, what we realized was that uh, any user who had bought a phone one could claim this black dot and uh, if nothing sold, uh, you know, 100 phones uh, in like the world, uh, assume that like half of them was sort of sold in India, but like the percentage of users who were able to claim a black dot was much, much higher in India because they got to claim it on fire drops where you didn't really have to, uh, you know, set up your own blockchain wallet, learn how to like, you know, um, store your seed phrase and understand like what it means to store your seed phrase or understand what it means to sell custody assets and whatnot, right? Uh, you just had to buy the product and with like a simple sign up flow inside of the app itself, you could go ahead and claim your black dot because we were spinning up custodial wallets uh, for users, right? So uh, the idea was to just abstract the need to understand what it means to, uh, you know, um, uh, own your own uh, assets and, uh, uh, be a lot more sort of uh, focused on, uh, I, I guess, uh, the value that users would derive by owning this uh, black dot, which sort of double up as a membership pass and unlock like a few benefits down the line. So this was really like, I think, like the the first sort of pilot. Um, okay. Yeah. No, uh, this is this is awesome. Thanks for breaking it down. Uh, the two parts that I really liked and we could go into angles. I would like to double click on the the first one was where you made a use case. You found an opportunity. You saw what's trending in the world in technology space and how could Flipkart enter the space. That's making a case. And then actually going out and doing it, right? Creating mm -hmm. the first version, which is Black Dot and making it happen. So my question is in terms of, so you use words like NFT drop, uh, having a custodial wallet for users to actually get a get an opportunity to own their wallet what does it really mean to own their wallet mm -hmm. talk more about how did you make that connect because there's still a gap right between customers don't really know this customers have no clue mm -hmm. how this really works so providing that added benefit of okay this is safe this is fun there's something i should do because of course i trust in flipkart right that's where it begins from so how did you mm -hmm. bridge that education gap um for your consumers yeah so i think um there uh there, there were a few mistakes that i think we made which uh, we are uh, sort of correcting now but uh, one thing that we were clear on is that 
look a, a lot of uh, our users probably um you know uh, held crypto or like a percentage of our users held crypto on other centralized exchanges very very few of them would probably have set up their self custodial custodials or uh, claimed uh, their their crypto into their self custodial or uh, have been able to like you know uh, go ahead and you know get get their hands on our ERC721 or 1155 on another platform like opensea right so uh which is why i think uh, we were very clear that like we wanted to abstract the concept of a wallet for most most of these users the other uh, aspect of like you know uh, ensuring that like uh, there is uh, education uh, going out i think uh, we didn't really have to do much to be honest because we had a fair amount of distribution so uh, yeah there was no silver bullet per se uh, it was just uh, you know uh, ensuring that there is enough uh, emailers there's enough like you know content that we're putting out on our twitter um uh, what also helped was a lot of these influencers and if you uh, and and like uh, if if you you probably like search on youtube right they went ahead and like did this thing on their own where they were creating content to like teach others right so we didn't really have to do much over there uh, i guess what we were more focused on was uh, to uh, make sure that we were able to you know get the pilot uh, out and build the version that we were looking to build in like inside of 2 months which itself was like phenomenally hard to do uh, and uh, also like you know make sure that we were working closely with nothing which was the brand that you know was actually dropping these nfts right basis uh, for users and they were getting it for users who were making the phone one purchase so i think our focus was a lot more on that we were very clear that as long as we abstract away uh, the need to set up your own wallet and sign in with your own wallet because to the user they're already signed in or logged into the flipkart app uh, so we didn't want to create another authentication mechanism and as long as that hurdle was removed uh, we felt that we would be able to get you know users to be able to understand and uh, as long as users were buying the phone one they knew that they could come and claim this and the rest of the education material was pretty uh, i would say like you know what whatever is stuff that we anyway do as a flipkart for like any other like feature launch sounds good okay that that's interesting and then let's talk about the pilot right it's really fascinating that you got the entire team to deliver on this in less than 2 months right so how did you make that happen because it it takes more than one person right to actually deliver on a project so yeah. how did you build that team in such a short time what happened behind the scenes yeah like so i think uh, it was uh, we uh, we decided that we we wanted to build this as a web view uh, right because that, that 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 way uh, we get to deploy stuff faster uh, if you build natively into an app which uh, runs for like millions of users at scale the, you are typically deploying like every 2 weeks or every 4 weeks right so we uh, we decided to actually build it as like a web app inside of the flipkart app and then uh, another thing that we did was uh, we knew that uh, hiring the team internally would would sort of like you know be a uh, a a mammoth task and you know end up taking like you know a few months which is what we actually did this year um, but um, we uh, we uh, partnered with a company called garden link so garden link was the one that did the first uh, or one of the first known uh, nft drops in the country i think it was with amita bachchan 
uh, and uh, we partnered with them so that they could actually like you know sort of be the the development team that actually like builds the whole thing out and uh, their ceo of course ram uh, he he was extremely supportive and uh, apart from that uh, we had like a, a couple of people working on like the uh, business side of things to ensure that like we have all of the necessary approvals in place and also like you know try and bring in like partners like nothing uh, and uh, i had like uh, solid solid guidance from like ajay and sai who were at that point heading flipkart labs which was the team under which we were incubating this uh, yeah so that was it it was it was actually like a fairly small team uh, and even our design was something that we just decided to outsource because uh, it was just much faster to do so i think like the big de- the big decision was just that uh there's no way we can do this in 2 months if we have to build the team from scratch yeah yeah now that's a classic case of build versus buy right so i think focus yeah. on pilot having something out in the market makes more sense and therefore you went for a buy strategy there what changed so let's let's talk about fire drops right so first off congratulations um it's been almost a month when when you crossed 1 million um waitlist members what's the number yeah yeah i think we are at yeah i think we are at uh, about 2 million now and uh, i think like probably like close to a million are already off the waitlist as well uh yeah so yeah the uh, i think the what what uh co- coming back to like why uh, we sort of even went down to uh, you know the revamping firedrops per se and like coming out with this uh, vision i think cuz last year we did like about three or four pilots and like what that taught us was that uh, um one of those pilots actually saw like 200000 nfts being claimed right so this was the one that we did after nothing so we had definitely figured out a way to really simplify the claim an nft process right so like claiming an airdrop or like claiming an nft became like really simple for like a lot of users we also saw that like engagement really goes up so like users redeeming their rewards uh or benefits after holding a digital asset uh we we saw that like those those uh, uh redemption rates are like pretty high and that that was something that uh, we we found very interesting um also like a lot of users uh were eager to like figure out like a way in which they could you know be rewarded for holding the asset early on so was there a way in which they could sell it or transfer it uh that we we hadn't like really built a marketplace and because it was custodial uh also because of like regulatory reasons so there were there were like enough users who understood like how could you like transfer this to another wallet of yours but there is enough uh you know uh, uh i guess like government notifications and guidelines which is why even crypto exchanges in, in india today most of them don't let you move your crypto out right uh, and you have to finish your uh, kyc uh, so you have to verify your identity essentially before you actually uh claim or own a virtual digital asset in india today so while there is no overarching regula- regulation there is like you know enough guidelines and notifications from the government which you just have to interpret and follow because we want to essentially make sure that we are uh compliant and following um, you know the due course while of course like you know trying to like make a case with the industry for uh, a, something that is more coherent as a framework in terms of regulations So I think uh, uh, we uh, we figured out that like engagement is uh, through the roof, and also uh, a few more insights, uh, which was primarily I think towards um, the first quarter of this year, which uh, uh, after our partnership with Polygon, which got us really excited, was that uh, it, 
if you think about it, there's no way for brands to meaningfully engage users on an e-commerce platform. They they can sell products and they can uh, you know buy ad inventory so that their products are more discoverable, right? So they do a lot of marketing outside of uh, you know in in just like outside of Flipkart in the broader world uh, to get users to actually come and check out their products. But once the users come onto the Flipkart app to make sure that their products are like front and center, you sort of like advertise, right? But there was no way for brands to like meaningfully engage users. The other insight was that reward redemption rates are like uh, rather poor, right? Like uh, even if brands uh, are giving out discounts, like in, in the best of cases with like the best of discounts, it's like 20, 30%. And like the average redemption rates are like sub 10%, right? So brands are actually willing to like fund rewards and discounts to uh, their engaged customer base so that those guys shop again. But then users don't end up like actually using these rewards or discounts uh, all the time. Uh, so this was another like insight that got us really excited. And the third was uh, brands can't really partner with each other, right? So imagine if, uh, or it's it's very hard for like two brands to actually collaborate or do anything with each other because uh, if an airline's brand wants to partner with like say a luggage or a yeah like a travel and travel luggage and accessories uh, brand, uh, they will have to enter into this like really complex legal agreement uh probably like have to expose like you know their user data to the other brand or like you know have this api integration and you can't do integrations with every partner out there so we felt that like uh what we were building and because we were building on uh polygon uh pos right we still continue to build on pos maybe we switch to zk at some, some point but uh, because we were on a public blockchain uh, a lot of these things actually could could actually be simplified right you build a platform for brands to be able to engage with their users in a lot more meaningful way. Uh, and the rewards that you're giving out to users uh, allow them to actually like trade it if they don't want to use it, right? So if users are getting rewards and imagine you're getting discount coupons from a brand, but you've just recently bought a phone uh, and you, you've gotten discount coupon from a phone brand, you may not actually buy another phone anytime soon, but is there a way in which you can actually find the right buyer for your discount or reward itself? Because uh, there are other people who are on the fringes considering to buy that phone, but they don't have the right price point, right? And the brand is willing to fund it. So the brand this way benefits because they end up acquiring a new customer. The customer who engaged first with the brand or early with the brand benefits because now you can sell your reward or discount. And the new customer is also happy because then they get to purchase that discount and discount the purchase, right? So you could list a thousand rupee discount uh, for 300 rupees and have someone else come in. And uh, this especially is really exciting for us because I think one larger question that plagues uh, the NFT market, especially in India, and this is why I think, um, I forgot what Vazirx's NFT marketplace was called, but that, that shut down because that, that was sort of like pursuing art right and i was pursuing like indie projects and whatnot there is no market for art in india like it's not it's unlike the states and uh, uh it's it's very hard to like you know convince uh like uh, a market like ours to actually care about uh art uh, at least at scale like maybe there is like you know like gen z or whatnot might end up like owning uh a few of these assets and uh, but that's that's just going to be like a minuscule market and anyway they they can actually like anyone who cares about it enough is already 
you know, like on Blur or OpenSea and or like whatever, Rarible and whatnot. Right? So they have enough platforms for that. So we felt that like a market that really cares about value, um, brands, are, uh, like there are like tons of brands that already sell on Flipkart to hundreds of millions of users, but they have no way to like meaningfully engage with users. Uh, we could actually build a platform where users come engage with these brands in a meaningful way, earn rewards that are new, exciting, uh, be able to like, you know, trade these rewards if they don't want to use the rewards because that makes the reward a lot more meaningful for the user. And uh, eventually, like the brands could actually just, you know, start doing uh, cross collab partnerships where, or even they don't even need to partner, right? Like uh, if uh, a user is engaged with, let's say, like, you know, uh, uh, one of those uh, airlines that is selling flight tickets on uh, Flipkart. Uh, and uh, in my previous example, uh, a luggage uh, and accessories brand could actually just go ahead and reward those users by just reading data that's on chain. So we don't need to actually expose any of that because uh, like okay. building stuff on chain becomes like a lot more composable too. So I think that's that's where we're sort of building Firedrops 2.0 with that thesis. And uh, we, we sort of remain true to our uh, original uh, sort of idea where you abstract away the need for users to know what's the underlying tech, um, right? And uh, we're big believers in this. I think uh, um, if you think about it, like when you launch the Flipkart app, right? Uh, you are not really uh, thinking about where is this app hosted? Uh, is it like on cloud or on-prem, uh, right? Uh, and like you don't care about any of the underlying protocols that uh, it's it's sort of built on top of. All you care about it care about is that there's a wide selection of products available at an affordable price point and can ship ship to you at a timeline within which you want it. And even with what we're building, we're building a platform for users to engage with their favorite brands and earn exciting new rewards and benefits because that's all users care about. I think the fact that this is built on chain. And the fact that you know um, this uh, this this uh, whatever is on like like as this part part of like Web three or like these are just NFTs. It's mm -hmm. it shouldn't matter to the user whatsoever. The user should just care about like the benefit that they're getting and uh, how how can you know like the brands benefit, Flipkart sort of benefits, and users also benefit. Right, the online tech just does not matter. Could you, uh, I love that piece, uh, you, you talked about engagement going up, that is what users really care about. What does that engagement mean? I mean, in an ideal world, you talked about rewards as well, but a meaningful engagement, what do you see? What else is happening on the platform? How are users really engaging? They get some discounts, rewards meaning they get some discounts or they pass on some discounts to their friends or family. Yeah. Outside that, what what kind of uh, vision are we seeing here, or opportunities that lie ahead? Right. Uh, so I think I, for me, I won't be able to comment on stuff that lies ahead. Uh, I can only perhaps talk to you about like stuff that's already out there in the uh, public, uh, right? Whatever it is that we have announced. And uh, I guess like users engage with brands. Uh, in, when I say like in a meaningful way, today there are a few kinds of uh, activities that the brand can configure uh, within Quest, right? So um, users can just browse products, buy products, uh, um, eventually maybe like add to cart, wish list, uh, or you know brands could actually get you to um, engage with them on Instagram or Twitter, uh, watch a video, participate in a survey. 
and any combination of these activities, right? And like if users engage in a combination of these activities as configured by the brand, the brand can start choosing to reward you with uh, these uh, NFT-based uh, discounts. Uh, is it not happening even outside that? For example, today as a user, let's say I'm talking about a year back, let's say if Flipkart was not uh, engaging in NFT whatsoever, right? Flipkart yeah. was still offering rewards. Flipkart was still offering, creating uh, events for users, shouting them out in certain cases yeah. and doing the surveys. So mm-hmm. how is NFT or this new technology changing this dramatically? Right. So uh, that's 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 quite fair. I think uh, one thing that, uh, you know, we've brought about is uh, Flipkart was doing it, but there was no platform for brands to do it on their own, right? So like a Poco challenge could look very different from like a boat challenge, right? So brands can actually push out their own en- unique engagement challenges or quests, uh, which is something that's uh, different. But uh, why NFTs? I think it's uh, rather simple today. Uh, there's there's a lot that we can do on top of this. But uh, what it unlocks today is that uh, if you don't like the coupon that you've gotten or the discount uh, coupon or reward that you've gotten, you can actually list and sell it in the marketplace. The marketplace is launching soon, um, but you can actually go ahead and do that, which means that other users can now discover like a huge liquid pool of rewards that they can go ahead and purchase. Purchasing that reward will discount their, uh, you know, or give them access to a discount on uh, the Flipkart application, right? So their product, the product that they were looking to buy, now that gets discounted. Which is not something that was possible yesterday. If you got, so yeah. So what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that the discount that you got earlier, either you used it or it expired. There was no way for you to actually, like, you know, or you could pass it on to a friend, or you ordered it from your account on behalf of a friend. That's actually like very, very inefficient if you think about it, right? Because you only know like five or six people that in your circle that you could actually check if they want to buy that product too. Whereas what we are making available to you is you get to list this uh, like reward-based NFT and then anyone can like come and buy it off of you at whatever price you've listed it, listed it at, provided it makes sense for that person to buy, right? And uh, we're able to track that, hey, this, this thing that you own, uh, like your ownership is verifiable and now it's moved to this person. So this person's ownership is verifiable. And therefore, like the discount should be applicable to the new person who has uh, actually purchased uh, the NFT off of you. Yeah. And um, how about the type of users, right? What, what is the consumer demographics you're seeing? Because let's say Flipkart 15 years back, right? They started yeah. online medium of exchange of buying apparels, right? But not everyone was doing that. There was a huge population that did not know how to engage online, right? So now with the new uh, technology, with NFTs, a different way of engaging with the brands, a more relatable way to do that. So what kind of demographic uh, user base are you seeing? Yeah, that's, uh, I don't think I can comment on that because it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fairly internal. Um, I'm, yeah, it's it's. I can say it's it's definitely like exciting what we're seeing, and uh, we're we're uh, like you know actually supremely excited about the upcoming two months because uh, we we foresee that like you know twenty thirty brands would actually like end up launching their quests, 
And that would actually like, you know, tell us a lot more about like, you know, whether this new kind of demographic that we're seeing, whether that ends up sticking on and that that grows uh, as the number of quests and challenges on our platform grow and like so do the number of rewards. That's awesome. Exciting, exciting months ahead for sure. Um, so these, these brands you're talking about who may come uh, launch on the platform, are they in collaboration with Flipkart or Flipkart is just providing a platform for these brands to independently engage? It is, it's, a, it's a platform. It's a platform. We, of course, like, you know, there is a hand-holding process because, like, uh, you have to think about the fact that, like, it's not just user education. Uh, brands, too, don't really, like, you know, understand this as well, right? To them, it's... Um, it's pretty much like, you know, within within brands also, there are people like you and me or like people who perhaps are not as deep into the space as you and me who are actually making these decisions about where should like, you, you know, like they spend their marketing dollars, right? So uh, for them to invest in this, uh, it definitely requires like a sense of education because uh, um, there is a learning curve, but uh, uh, they, they, they are excited because it's a new surface area and uh, obviously the prospect that the rewards or discounts that they're giving will see higher redemption rates and therefore they will end up attracting new customers to that brand. Uh, that, that is something that they are like quite uh, excited by the prospects of. So, so yeah. That's, that's very interesting. So can you just double click for a brief second on what this platform actually is? What is Flipkart enabling? I know you talked about, you provided the whole use case as well, but just to put it simply, in brief words, what this platform actually does for the brands. I think it, for, for brands, uh, it's, it's, it's a surface area to engage users in a more meaningful way and reward users with uh, exciting new uh, rewards and benefits. Uh, these benefits end up seeing a, a lot more uh, user redemption. So brands actually like just see that like either their existing customers are transacting more or they end up attracting new new users to 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 that brand. And I think frankly that's all brands care about, by the way, right? Like brands uh, care about growth. They need like new customers to shop with them, or they need existing customers to like you know uh, shop more with them. Like one of these two objectives have to be met. That's how like a brand actually like survives uh, in terms of like money. Of course, there is the whole brand perception bit of it. So there is a bit of like you know, brands want to be the first ones to try out anything that's novel and new because uh, it gives them edge over competitors. But that is like fairly short lived over a long period of time. Unless you are able to deliver value to brands where brands uh, end up attracting new customers or existing customers shop more, uh, this this really won't matter. So that's that's what this is. It's that's fair. Yeah, it's a new new surface area for brands to achieve the same objective, but hopefully in a better manner. And that also applies to Flipkart. That is what the larger vision in, in terms of fire drops. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like brand sell on Flipkart yeah. as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think, uh, yeah, uh, w one more thing that, uh, you know, we perhaps didn't uh, touch upon uh, is like, uh, oh, we, we today we are custodial, right? But uh, I think like one of the visions that I'm excited by, and I'm not saying that this is... Uh, something that's you know on the roadmap or anything right so like yeah can't quote me on this but one of the visions that uh things that actually gets me excited about the future prospects of where something like this could go is that um when uh users are able to actually take custody of their rewards and assets right a lot more becomes possible and uh, i think the right timing for that is not now 
perhaps when the ecosystem evolves so like today there isn't like you know an nft market in india right like there are like a few users who probably like uh, get uh, stuff from like you know global platforms but like uh, in india like the market itself is small and there aren't enough platforms where users can like trade these things or like you know get get a hand of these things all because you hold assets you unlock benefits right like the whole token gated commerce thesis uh, that there, there just isn't someone who's creating that category apart from like I, I see there are a few players but at a large scale it's perhaps only us so uh where what we are excited about is that once users start taking custody of these assets um imagine in like one of these examples that uh, i was telling you earlier right i could sell my discount to anyone on whatsapp if whatsapp started to support an nft marketplace and now suddenly like you know i have access to a group of like 500 uh, people who were in my office or what what not and any of those people could buy that uh, nft asset from me and then end up unlocking benefits on flipkart right so um that is something that becomes possible if like you know the ecosystem around us evolves or because you know you engage with a particular brand and interacted with something imagine you actually get access to like a concert or you get access to benefits on other platforms outside of uh, ours as well right so uh, all of that, I think, becomes possible. But for that to become possible, I guess, like, there needs to be, like, regulatory clarity about users, you know, like, taking custody of their assets. Uh, then there needs to be enough user education about what it means to take custody over your asset. Uh, how do you, like, you know, uh, uh, how do you simplify, like, wallets, make the login uh, or sign, signing a on-chain transaction as simple as signing into a Web2 platform? and like let the ecosystem evolve because when these three things to come together that's when like magic really happens mm-hmm. today I, I think like while what we're doing we're really really excited by and we think we can actually hit scale the real uh you know uh potential actually lies like much below and we are just at the tip of the iceberg okay okay yeah. that's very interesting and at this at this point what do you think uh from a user perspective what could they do to just engage more just just experiment with with trusted brands like yours uh because you you talked about education is a piece right so i'm talking let's say from the audience perspective on this podcast who are enthusiastic about web3 students or young professionals so what could they do to bridge this gap to get closer i think in general yeah in general if they are enthusiastic and curious they most likely would have already you know started their journey of like you know, like there, there is like so many platforms to learn stuff. There's like a, a lot of, uh, you know, content out there. I think it's not the lack of content, uh, but uh, definitely if you're like enthusiastic enough, they should, you know, actually go set up their own wallets, uh, you know, go. Uh, uh, I think you, you were mentioning earlier before we got the recording started, right? Like you're a part of like a few DAOs. So like do stuff like that. Like I think like getting into the space in whatever shape and form you can, is perhaps the best way for you to like you know learn about it uh right and if you find a gig even if it's unpaid just go ahead and do it right because you'll still learn a lot more than just sitting and reading about it reading is is definitely an important part and the space moves at a lightning uh speed right so like you 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 should go through like you know some of the most important like life papers or white papers or projects that excite you uh and you should also like you know whatever like go through like blogs and stuff like by people who are you know definitely like much much ahead 
in in terms of like their understanding of the space so they are actually able to simplify and break, break down stuff uh, a, a lot better but most importantly just like participate by like contributing as like someone who's building or working and not just like consuming so i think that's that's one and uh, uh even with us like you know go sign up on the waitlist and you'll be off of the waitlist there's just a bunch of exciting quests and rewards that are coming up in september and october so uh yeah participate in that too and like engage with our brand and like earn those rewards uh use it or trade it uh so do all of that yeah you talked about also for for young professionals and students to just engage into find gigs even if they are unpaid right so yeah. here's a question that i get a lot from young students which is okay how do i propose myself in terms of hey i can do this i am excited i am excited is not the only qualification right you need to do something more and i'm talking uh, across the broad spectrum of functions it could be from a developer perspective or a designer or a marketer so to convince the person on the other side of the table who's giving a job who's giving a gig what do i need to do to convince them hey i am really excited i can do this job and actually let me spin the question again from the other side as well because i have also heard from a lot of entrepreneurs in india saying a web3 entrepreneur saying that hey you know what the talent pool is the quantity is there the quality is not there so mm-hmm. there's this there's this disconnect here any... is this uh, is this with developers or like non developers more so with developers but also non developers yes on both sides mm-hmm. i think uh, with developers there is like proof of work right like i i, I think like developers can actually like uh, deploy contracts share links to their github and what not and uh, uh, to 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 a large extent you will have to be active on uh, mostly twitter uh, if if uh, you want to sort of like uh, signal uh, work or otherwise at least uh, you know i i guess like it's harder to probably like go to like events and like do these cold reach outs to people over there and be able to build anything meaningful but uh, i guess if you don't already uh, have some sort of like you know past like web3 gig uh, it it is definitely hard especially in this market to break through so as much proof of work as you can get and as much you can display that proof of work is perhaps the only way you can expand the surface area of your opportunities and once you get the interview honestly dude it's like cracking any other interview that's i don't think like you know i i can give like tips to like do any any of that and i guess like uh, non developers um, even when we were hiring like i think people that you know ended up joining our team were like people who either wrote directly uh, to us or like were referred by other people right so if you're like i think if you're deeply networked in the industry that is definitely like an advantage apart from of course like again like signaling proof of work so if you're if you're designing for like you know like uh, web3 products and even if you're not designing for any specific product you could actually just do like a design tear down and like put out your version or like just go ahead and design like the best wallet that you can think of right so you will have to like have some sort of portfolio of work for people to like actually like take you seriously uh especially especially in this market right i think like things will get better when there is the next bull run and like the tide will shift where you know like companies would actually like you know be looking for more talent but uh right now that's not the case so proof of work and networking is perhaps the only way cuz you you get to like the closer you come to building trust with the person who is hiring that's 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 how you actually like you know are able to like get that other person to believe in you and trust 
in what you're doing in higher use. So, yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Wait, wait, actually, side note. Do you, do you yeah. mind moving a little uh, to the center of your screen? I think sure. the arm is getting cut. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Right. Yeah. Talking, talking about this, right? Talking about careers. Would you now let's let's talk about you and your team. So how did you build your team? You mentioned with Firedrops, the current version, you did actually build your own team internally. So how was that experience? What kind of team? Yeah, so I think we still work with like uh, Guardian Link and like a few other partners. So it's not that we've entirely, uh, you know, uh, done everything in-house, but I guess yeah, we 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 do have like a solid team in house. I have uh, uh, I have a counterpart engineering manager who actually you know is looking at uh, like the internal engineering team as well as like you know managing some of the engineering work that is outsourced. So uh, some of those folks actually just moved from like the previous team I was telling about the 3D and augmented reality team because we we roll up into uh, Flipkart Labs, right? So. Uh, we we did have like that added advantage of like you know moving people who were interested in this as well as like had skills to like actually move. And apart from that, uh, I guess um, yeah, I, I think we we just started reaching out uh, through our socials, through my uh, LinkedIn, and of course through our personal network um, for roles in product and product design uh, mainly, uh, as well as like uh, you know like someone to do like uh, community and whatnot. So. Uh, all of these roles, I think uh, we, we we were able to like luckily attract like you know people that we were excited to excited by. So we were very clear. We we weren't looking for like someone who had like you know um, been in the space for too long because that would actually make them uh, not open to you know some of the ideas that uh, we we were thinking. Especially because like a web two company going to web three is like very very different. So we're not vision at all, right? Like we're just not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we needed people who actually understood what it means to like build uh, good Web2 products or like do uh, Web2 product marketing or like business development and whatnot, but had this uh, interest in like, you know, uh, like Web3 and blockchain and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So like these people had dabbled in the space to some extent. They uh, they had their own wallet set up, like they uh, you know had probably uh, engaged with a few DeFi protocols and whatnot. So just like some indication of interest. Uh, so you, it's you you can't be like someone who's only been a Web two PM and now is just like suddenly like hey I want I want a job in like you know this thing because like the Web two company moved Web three. So I don't think we were looking for that. Um, and apart from that, yeah, I guess like just needed some folks who could actually like hustle a lot because. Uh, we are we are solving problems that no one has ever solved, uh, right? Because if someone had solved it, like something like this would exist, right? There is like there is no uh, example for like what we are building out there. So definitely, we need someone who uh, I mean people who could actually like hustle a lot. Yeah. So that's that's how we went about it. Talking about having no frame of reference whatsoever. What was your? Yeah. Let's talk about your emotional journey. What was yeah. it like last maybe a year or a little more than that? I think, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's been like ups and downs only. I, I guess, uh, yeah, it's definitely been like um, it's been like fairly hard. Like it's 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 incredibly hard because, uh, especially I guess like uh, lack of uh, you know like hundred uh, percent regulatory certainty. So a lot of like problem solving 
getting people on board internally right like uh compliance and you know and doing right by uh what the legal frameworks in the country are is very very important to a large company as you can uh, obviously expect so navigating that has of course been like uh, enough of a challenge then secondly narrowing in on you know what is it that we want to double down and build because we did like a bunch of these nft drops last year but none of them can actually be scaled but what we're building now i feel like can be scaled as a platform like multiple brands there'll be a day when brands are just configuring quests uh you know designing their rewards and just uploading them and hitting deploy and they will just see user metrics of like engagement and um you know like any upside that they are getting but they won't really care about the fact that these are like you know um uh, nft assets that are getting deployed and uh users are also like owning these uh owning these things which is like completely new because that's how simple we want to make it so i think like the fact that we now have like this clear vision and like you know we are already like uh, executing against that and we're just waiting for that big moment in september october when uh, we open up access to everyone and we have like a bunch of brands um so i think yeah that's 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 what like is uh, extremely extremely exciting and that's only way we we uh, that's 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 what we are all gunning for right like we want to make sure that um uh, this is the largest success story for like uh, web 2 to web 3 in india and uh, we do have some inspiration though i won't say that we don't have any frame of reference i guess like we take a lot of inspiration from what reddit has done and to some extent even what starbucks uh, has like piloted although i've not gotten my starbucks access and uh, they they are like super under the wraps uh, a yeah. little bit like us <laughs> yeah i think uh, we uh, uh, you know have some inspiration from 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 what those two uh, brands have done fairly fairly said and how do you explain your job to your friends and family i bet that is Sort of a I don't do that. I don't. I don't. I think everyone thinks I uh, run some. I think I. I don't know. I. I don't think they actually believe that I do something like this. They just think I waste my time, or I'm some scam artist or con artist. Uh, and uh, I guess like yeah, it's impossible to explain it to uh, parents. I think I've, my dad to some extent gets it. I think my mom uh, just as long as uh, yeah, like <laughs> as long as I guess I'm doing something, she's happy. I don't think she. will ever be able to fathom or wrap her head around this until the day you know she ends up buying one of these discounts on whatsapp mm-hmm. or something of that sort right because yeah, yeah yeah or on flipkart itself like i think until that day she won't really get it so yeah maybe like that's that's how you should explain it to them get them to be users like a year later that that's a, that's an awesome approach i like that and i i'm sure the day is not too far uh, september october yeah. is right here and then she'll get an opportunity to look at it first hand so that's that's awesome Is there anything yep. that you would like to touch upon that we haven't touched upon, <laughs> especially with respect no, to drops? I think uh, we've gotten all covered. Uh, there's there's a lot of like uh, things in my mind that you know, uh, are, are, of course, like are very exciting, and also like some of the brands that we are uh, speaking with. But uh, there's nothing that I can actually like talk about. Uh, I guess we'll just have like. Play the you know like the slow reveal uh, mm-hmm. dance and like let everyone watch how as it plays out over the next couple of months. Well, the suspense is really working. I can tell you the energy <laughs> is high, uh, and I can get I can feel all the energy coming from you. So it's all awesome and exciting. So I'm just I'm just on top of it, looking forward to what's more to come. <laughs>